0: Hey, this is Tom Varjoletis with the Full-Time Real Estate Photographer Podcast. Got another special interview for you guys today. This was a client interview with Keishla Kiles. She is a photography and videography client of mine. I actually got the chance to sit down with her in her office and talk about how she found the photographer that she's currently working with, the importance of real estate photography, and so on. So, Let's hear it from Keishla.
1: I am Keishla Kiles with Lair Realty Partners, and I am also known as Kiki.
0: A.K.A. Kiki. So, Kiki, how many years have you been in real estate?
1: I was officially licensed in 2012.
0: Six years licensed.
1: Yes, and then I started as an admin in 2006 as a part-time job out of high school.
0: Okay, so you've been doing this for your entire professional career
1: basically i mean i started at market basket as my first job but
0: okay Okay. then
1: i came here and i never looked back
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a little bit of a step up from market basket a little bit (laughs) so you've been selling full time for six years
1: yeah as soon as i i mean i told stacy that i was gonna i got my license and i was thinking of joining and she kind of was like all right your license gotta go she kind of pushed me out the door and i'm like oh crap but I think that's what I needed. I needed the push. And she knew that.
0: And Stacy, by the way, she is the broker owner of Lair Realty Partners. We're in your office right now, right? In the Chelmsford Mass office. Are you licensed just in Massachusetts?
1: Nope. I'm actually licensed in New Hampshire as well.
0: Would you say you're more of a listing agent or a buyer's agent?
1: I kind of do both. It depends on the year, honestly. One year, I'm more of a listing agent. And then the next year, I'm a buyer's agent. So it depends on the market, I think.
0: Okay. So Kiki. You are a client of professional real estate photography. That's why you're on here today. So you've worked with me on a few of your listings. Have I done all of your listings for 2018? I think so, yeah. Before that, do you know who you used for a photographer before you started working with me?
1: Stacy had a company that she would hire and had me kind of doing it for agents. So I used that agency and I took my own photos with their camera. So I kind of always did my own thing until you came along. <laughs>
0: Took your own photos with their camera. Can you explain what that, what, what, what company was that?
1: HD Hat. So they had like this whole camera system where you just ordered it online. It was delivered to your office. So Stacey did that. And I was doing that for other agents as well. So any listing that I had, I would do it for my own listings. And then I would do the video, I would do the walkthrough, I would do the stills, and then I would send it in to the HDX company, and then they would edit everything and piece everything together.
0: How'd you feel about the image quality?
1: Not as good as yours. The camera wasn't as good, but it did the job, so.
0: That's a good sign. But that's so interesting. So do you remember what camera it was, what the kit was was that they sent in?
1: It was pieced together, honestly. It was like a Canon, regular Canon, and then they had like extra lenses that they stuck on it.
0: There's a bunch of different Canon and lenses. Do you remember the actual model that it was?
1: Mm, I could probably look it up. I probably still have the camera.
0: Do you buy it from them or?
1: Yeah, we buy the camera, the whole kit, and then, yeah.
0: So you buy a kit from them and then you take photos. Do they give you instructions on how? Yep. How was that?
1: They have like a website where it basically walks you through the whole process of what you should be doing, where you should stand. I think the lighting wasn't as good as yours. So that was another issue.
0: Well, were you using flash when you?
1: Yeah, but the way that the camera was set up, I'm telling you, it was Mickey Mouse job. It wasn't as good. I'm assuming that they've upgraded since then. But when they first started, it was just...
0: I wonder if that's still a thing. Are they still around?
1: I haven't looked them up, but I'm assuming. They were big in California, I think.
0: That's so interesting. I haven't heard of that before. I remember you mentioning that mm-hmm. like a year or two ago, but I never thought of really about it until now. That's really interesting. So that's all you were doing before. You never had like no. a local photographer guy. It was just you and then now me. Yeah. Oh, huh, interesting. How many photographers have actually tried to pitch you or try to get you to, (laughs) I see you rolling your eyes.
1: Well, it's a long list. I mean, I get them on LinkedIn a lot that, you know, I'm happy to help, blah, 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 but you know. We got you, so I don't have anywhere to look for.
0: <laughs> yeah, the throwing mud at the wall message. That's interesting. Now, do you remember how we first met as far as photography goes? Did I do a presentation in your office or did Stacy directly introduce?
1: Um, I actually don't remember. I know she mentioned you before I met you. I know that. But I don't know when we officially met. I don't think it was at a photo shoot or anything. I think it was just in the office, you know.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. All right, so... When you're dealing with photos, like, what do you find is the most important thing? Because there's a lot that goes into it, right? Like, there's actually scheduling the photo shoot, executing the photo shoot. When you're, like, booking an appointment with me. How is that experience? Is there any way that you think it could be better or?
1: It's pretty easy and straightforward. I mean, there's not much to it. You just pick a day and.
0: Yeah, because we're booking online, right? Now, do you ever do that with like in front of a client?
1: Actually did that yesterday in front of a client.
0: Well, how do they react to it? Did they see you booking it?
1: Yeah, they were like, oh, great. That's awesome. You know, that was the day that they needed. So I'm like, these are the times that he's available. And then they're like, "Okay," And they chose a time and we move forward.
0: Yeah, it's super convenient to book online like that. All right. So then booking and then like going through the photo shoot, usually you're not there the whole time. I think you usually meet me.
1: Yeah. I mean, if my clients are there, I tend to stay there the whole time just so, you know, I don't need to be there. You take care of it. And especially if it's vacant, you know, whatever.
0: Take Uh, some copper while I leave on the way (laughs) out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, it's pretty easy. You just walk in, you do your thing and we leave.
0: Do you ever get feedback on the photos?
1: They love them. They usually want to keep them. They, you know, I send them all the information, all of the photos that I've downloaded when you send them to me. So on their one year anniversary, I usually do like a send out card with the photo that you've taken. So
0: Uh, send out cards, by the way, that's a postcard, holiday card, birthday card kind of mailing service. You set it up online and it sends out a really nice card for you.
1: Yeah. And you can customize it, which is the best part.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. So you get a lot of really good feedback from your sellers and you save them for them. That's really cool. You know, we actually started offering a transfer like the Matterport virtual tours. There's a transfer fee, but it's pretty simple if your clients wanted to keep them. You could send it to them as like a closing gift. My assistant's going through everything after 12 months. We're going to send out notifications to say, "Hey, you can
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. That. so.
0: So yeah, you'll probably have a couple coming up soon. So you get a lot of good feedback from sellers. How about buyer's agents?
1: I actually was doing an open house where an agent came in with a client and she was looking at your floor plans. Like I had the whole thing set up and she's like, who's your camera guy? And I'm like, oh, it's Lair 3D, Tom V, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, he just works for Lair. I'm like, right now he's working for Lair, you know?
0: Oh no, when was this?
1: months ago months ago
0: oh no well
1: i said he was our preferred um, yeah yeah, yeah. The preferred so, L- lender. Yeah. yeah she's like oh i need one and i'm like all right
0: yeah layer 3d that's a layer realty partners thing that we do but i do have my own
1: yeah i didn't know that so that's why I'd-
0: yeah i gotta be a little more less secretive about that, I guess. Is that common? Do you, would you think? Do you hear that a lot? so.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have gotten a few people that say, oh, these are great photos and where'd you get this done? And, you know, so I do tell them.
0: How do you feel like that impacts buyers' impressions of the listing?
1: I mean, I think photos are the most important part of the listing. If the photos are crappy, no one's going to continue to look at the house. So I usually tell my sellers, you know, if we don't have a great photos, if your house isn't, up to par they're just gonna pass you by so and i'm a visual person myself so if i see something and i see something else right next to it that's better my eyes are gonna always go to the one that's better so buyers
0: are comparison shoppers too yeah
1: and some people aren't as visual or have the imagination to see past the bad photo so i think we have to make it as easy as possible for them
0: yeah bad photos sometimes are worse than no photos at all
1: (laughs) yeah exactly
0: Did you hear about Courtney Hoy's listing in Amesbury, I think? Amesbury, Mass? So Courtney, she's another Lair agent, Lair Realty Partners agent. She picked up a for sale by owner listing. She had me do the photo shoot. That thing was on the market for one year. It was more than 360 plus days on the market. After we did the photo shoot, she posted them and she got an offer in nine days.
1: Wow. Yeah. See, there's a world of a difference.
0: (laughs) You get an offer in nine days that the house was sitting there for a year.
1: I mean, people just don't know what it takes, and photos are...
0: Yeah, a lot of people are just like, wow, it's just photos. The house will sell.
1: Oh, it's a great market. The house will sell. No, it needs photos.
0: (laughs) How about file delivery and that whole experience.
1: Pretty self-explanatory. I mean, you send us a link and we download them. I've never had an issue with it. I know other people have.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I go
1: help them. So. Well,
0: I give a lot of like instructions in my email. Have you ever read through them? I have, yeah. Have you ever watched the videos or anything I like that? I did watch
1: one of the videos of how to download it, I think. I mean, you show how to do it. As well. So, like exactly step by
0: step with written instructions.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, it's just people not looking or, you know.
0: How are you sharing them? I give you listing websites. Do you share that link or do you share the photos?
1: Well, I give them everything. I give the sellers everything so they can, you know, approve everything, make sure everything is how they want it. Then I market it and I usually use the link, the Matapore, the 360. I upload the floor plans and the drone is my favorite part. (laughs) I usually try to get a drone. Yeah. So, I share it any which way that I can.
0: How about on social media? Do you post it there too?
1: Yeah. I always forget to do the metaphor for some reason. I'm like this is the best part and I always forget. It's always on MLS and you you know yeah. you put it up there but I always forget to promote it extra. Yeah.
0: Do you ever do the cuz I give you little like 10 second video clips and the 360 panoramas. I did use
1: those as a promo for the one in Pelham, New Hampshire that you did yeah. for
0: me. Yeah, yeah, that one was nice, the lake house.
1: Oh, that was Salem's. Yeah, that one too. That one
0: What was the Pelham one?
1: It was just a regular colonial. Oh, the,
0: the colonial and the cul-de-sac.
1: Yeah. Salem was a nice that was a big property and I wanted to get that out there so I used everything on that one.
0: Do you get a lot of comments on video when you... Because you've done a few videos with me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, nowadays everything is video, so might as well have it. It's easier to share a video. People watch it, especially if it's a pretty house. So I think that's easy. Again, I'm visual, so I'm always going to look at a video versus anything else.
0: Do you ever share the website directly with people?
1: I have with buyers. Anybody that comes to the open house, I usually send it to them. You know, oh, thank really? you for the open house. You know, yada, yada, yada. Here's the link again. If you have any questions. And you send them out. the
0: branded link, right? Yes. With the direct of with course. Your contact info. <laughs> and have people called you back from that?
1: Yeah, I had a couple people that wanted to make an offer after I sent them the video. They were going out to see other open houses. So I think I was the only one that actually send them a link.
0: Do you think it helped as like a follow-up tool? Yes,
1: absolutely. It should be another thing you tell people to do.
0: <laughs> I do. You do? Yeah, I tell everybody. Have you ever used that link for like prospects for potential listings?
1: Well, yeah, I go onto your website or the links that I have recently. If I just did a listing, I'll usually say, this is what I usually do. And then I'll show them the website that you have. You know, these are other properties that this guy has done for me. And, you know.
0: Do you get some good comments on that? Like what kind of feedback? They when it. you share that?
1: They want to know that you're doing everything in your power to take care of their house and showcase it. So.
0: And how difficult is it for you to actually have that all put together?
1: I have a packet that actually goes through that I have a professional photographer. I have, you know, somebody that does the floor plans and everything
0: are using my flyers
1: i do use your flyers but i also have my own thing yeah
0: have you done a listing appointment and used the listing websites and all the virtual tour and stuff and had the seller say Oh, you know, you were the only one that did that or that was so great. We had to work with you.
1: Well, I had a listing that was on the market the year before and the agent took poor photos or whoever took the photos were not that great. And they didn't have a virtual tour or the 3D Matterport or anything like that. So when I showed them that they're you know, they fell off their chair like, OK, you're it. <laughs> I kind of try to come in with the full package, like this is what you're going to get, and there's nothing that you're missing. Knock
0: their socks off. That's great. Have you ever picked up listing referrals by seller clients who are like, she did a great job. Look at this.
1: Yes. So in Pelham, New Hampshire, that was an actual referral from another person in Massachusetts. So they were moving to South Carolina, so... Then those people were moving as well. And they're like, you got to call Kiki. She's the best. And it all worked out. So
0: that's awesome. I mean, obviously, it's not just photography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're doing a lot more than just well, of course. booking yeah. an appointment with me. Yeah. But yeah, it's great. It's great that that can help you actually grow your business. Yeah.
1: I think it's a big part of the whole thing. You know, they want to know that you're taking care of them, you know, through the entire process. Clients, but
0: that's what the clients see as yeah. far as what you are doing. Because there's so much work behind the scenes.
1: Yeah, they don't know that. I try to make it as easy as possible. They can see it online. They could scroll through the pictures. They get the pictures. They love everything. And then they share it on their Facebook page. That's one thing that I always make sure that they do is share a tag, you know, compliment, keep it all in the same loop.
0: Yeah, that's important. Yeah, to share photos and video that you are proud of having your name on. Yes. Right?
1: Yes. I kind of cringe when I see other people not do that.
0: Do you ever like secretly note down the agent's name in your head when you see like a really bad job in photography? Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm like, why did they do this to this house? (laughs) You know, I feel bad for the seller because they're doing a disservice to them. You know, I personally care a lot about what my clients think. And if I do a crappy job with just the photos and sometimes they don't know the difference, honestly, and that's how so many agents get away with it. But other professionals, too, you need to impress them as well. It's more yeah, it of your Yeah, it yeah. affects
0: your reputation as an agent.
1: And I don't want to be a crappy <laughs> agent. so
0: No, we don't want to be a crappy agent. Let's talk about price. How much does money impact your decisions when you're doing your photography?
1: It does come into play. I mean, you are great rates. So
0: Would you say I'm the cheapest photographer that you've met?
1: I think so, yeah. Really? Well, you have the full package. And then if I go out and try to find other people, they only do just photos. They only do just drone. Like it gets expensive if you're paying somebody all their time for too many people.
0: They don't do those little bundle package deals.
1: Or if they do, they're wicked expensive.
0: Every now and then I browse through other photographers in the state just to see what, you know, check out their websites, look at where they're at for pricing. And I'm always like, damn, they're like hundreds of dollars less than me. But then I'm looking at what they're actually delivering. And then, oh, if you wanted to add this and then add this.
1: Yeah, Yeah, you're pretty upfront about what you're doing. So and I think that's why it works so well. People use you because you're. You know, this is what it is and this is what you're going to get.
0: When you understand the value that you're delivering, because I started as a listing agent, you know, and I understand the importance of high quality photography. Yeah, like we just said, you, yeah. it helps your reputation as an agent. It helps you with your relationship with your clients, your listing clients. They'll see that you're doing a good job and you use this professional high quality marketing and it helps you actually sell the house. So if you can do a really good job and help an agent check off all those boxes, that's worth money, right? Right. Because, you know, what is the average photo shoot? You've done some larger listings, so yours are probably in the two, three hundreds or more. Yeah,
1: I think my highest one, I think, was that Salem one because the house was so big and me and Joan split it. But, you know, the more square footage, obviously, the more.
0: Yeah, the house was enormous. And we did a bunch of video stuff and the commission was pretty good on that, oh, too, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> it was. So it worked out.
0: That's right. Yeah. Some agents, they want to make all that commission, but they don't want to put the that's work the sad in
1: part, you know,
0: They want their clients to write them a fifteen, twenty $20,000 check, but they don't want to actually work for it.
1: And I think that's another thing that people I've had, like, you know, clueless people that you just they just don't know. And they're like, well, how much is the marketing going to cost me? And how much is the photographs going to cost? I'm like, I do all that. I take care of that. You know, it's part of my fee. And I get reimbursed at the end when we close and they're like, oh, that's amazing. You know, they don't they just assume that they have to pay for all these extra things.
0: Really? Like all of your clients?
1: I've had a few of them that just didn't know. And then I've had buyers that, you know, they bought and now they're the seller and they didn't know what to expect. And I'm like, no, I take care of that. So they love it.
0: It's more common than you might think, you know, someone that grows up in a house or they buy the house and then like 30 years go by. They don't know.
1: Yeah, they don't know. It's totally changed.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's totally changed. Do you get a lot of people asking who your photographer was, and do you end up passing out that?
1: I usually do. Anytime that someone asks, I'll say it was you. Especially if they're a LAIR agent, I always like, hey, you didn't, you know, call Tom. He's right around you didn't the corner. Call Tom.
0: <laughs> what's what's wrong with you?
1: I do do that. <laughs> I did that the other day to an agent in this office.
0: Really? Who was it?
1: It was Justin.
0: Justin. Yeah, I see him posting new listings. Yeah, and
1: I'm like, you didn't use Tom. And he's like, oh, I forgot. I'm like, yeah, you better use him. No,
0: it's him and Nancy. They have a photographer that they like. But they've called me to do other things, just non-photography. Yeah.
1: Well, he said he was going to call you on the next one. So hold him to it.
0: Yeah, He better. His office is across the hall. I'm going to sit in front of his door until he shows up.
1: (laughs) He's probably there already.
0: Do you know off the cuff, like how many requests you get like that per listing or like, is it super common or just kind of here and there?
1: I think at the open houses is when it is. They're like, oh, who did your photos? If it's an agent that came in, usually the agent's wondering, you know, who it was. And then I let them know. But I don't think any buyers have asked me or sellers have asked me, but I just tell them it's part of my package. So they don't have to worry about it. But yeah, definitely agents are asking, you know, where did you get the photos taken and where'd you get the setup done? Because I show everything at the open house. I have everything laid out.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. You know, you just gave me an idea. Maybe I should start offering flyers. Like put some PDFs together for you. Open house flyers would have my, uh, my yeah, logo on absolutely. the bottom. Can't count on Kiki. You didn't tell the agent who I <laughs> I didn't I was. know at that
1: time. I didn't know you were doing outside photography. It was just everything I saw you do was Lair. So
0: for anyone who's not familiar, I have a special deal with Lair Realty Partners. I brand photography services under them, offer them special prices for an extraordinarily high volume of photo shoot appointments with the company. So. Yeah, it's a great, great deal. How good is the Layer 3D deal? Awesome. Actually, yeah, with your discounts, I think I would be the cheapest. I mean, pound for pound for everything that we do.
1: You do everything that we need. So I was so excited when you got the drone. I'm like, yay, finally.
0: (laughs) So I rolled out a lot of these services incrementally as I was getting busier. When I first started doing real estate photography, I only had... The Matterport camera,
1: and when that was good though, that was just popping out. You know, that was yeah.
0: When that was like a new thing, that was really exciting. I talked about it in a previous episode too. How I started with just that, but there's still people today that think that that's all that I do, and they don't want to work with me because they really? think that's all that I do. Yeah,
1: that's weird. I know, <laughs>
0: and I can't convince them otherwise. Like for example, Team Taverner over in the Westford office. I did a few when it was Matterport only, and then like two years later, I'm like, hey what's going on? You guys haven't looked at me at the company <laughs> events that I set up the table. Like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, well, you know, we need more than just Matterport.
1: Yeah. They're not paying attention. You know, busy people like that. They just, you yeah. got to catch their attention, wave some flags or something.
0: waves yeah something i mean really it was my fault because mark is a really productive agent he does do you know how many deals he does he does a lot he sells a lot of houses he
1: does he would be a good client to have (laughs)
0: he's so busy so yeah it's like he's easy to talk to you know he's a friendly guy i just didn't call him i didn't reach out until one day it was like some sort of a social realtor meetup
1: is he using you now
0: they already set up a thing with another guy and he's like i don't want to kick him to the curb he does a pretty good job so i'm like okay
1: does he have everything that you have nope well that
0: not many other photographers do because it's a lot of work to do i know
1: i don't know how you could do that at all it's a lot of work
0: i mean i built it up one step at a time and
1: well, i guess yeah you have your systems in place yeah when i was doing it you know on the behalf of stacy it was i'm like thank goodness i don't have to do all this editing mm-hmm. i just snap the pictures and send them off
0: well i like to generate systems I really want to teach other photographers how you can streamline a lot of your process. So like our photo shoots, if I'm doing everything, if I'm doing photos, video, virtual tour, it takes time. But like any one thing, I'm blasting through it pretty quickly. Like I can do a photo shoot like that huge house we had in Salem. My photos were done in like less than an hour. That's another good
1: thing that, you know, you get pretty quick at the return time.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, just executing the photo shoot because in my head, I'm keeping count of You know, I have like a template in my head. What compositions do I want to have? After hundreds of photo shoots, you have an idea of like how you can make the house look. So I blast through the photo shoot, get it done as quickly as possible. And then I have a whole system for uploading all the data and having it edited. So I have editors. I have a couple of assistants that help me be faster. That's how, that's the only way that I can do it like that.
1: Yeah, I think I was helping Susan once and she was using someone else for her photos. They took forever to get them back. How long is forever
0: in real estate? A week. Oh.
1: (laughs) More than a couple days, like, oh, Lord, I need to get this on the market and without the photos. That's the first thing that, you know, you want to make sure. you have
0: to have photos. Yeah. MLS won't even let you post a listing without one photo.
1: Yeah, they have like 24 hours you get yelled at if you don't have a photo in there. And then you do another disservice because once the listing is live, it's being syndicated to all these Websites. If you don't have any photos when you first put it in, you're missing that first hit when it goes out to those other websites.
0: How many people check back up on the listing for updated photos? Not many. How about zero? Yeah. (laughs) Right? People look at it once and they say, I want to see it or not. And then they scratch it off the list. First
1: impressions. And if you miss that, you're losing. So.
0: Yeah, it can be tough. Like there's a lot of pressure on photographers because most listing agents do not plan ahead, right? Like yeah. they get a call from their clients. Their clients, like, I want to sell my house. And the listing agent is like, Oh, oh okay. Uh, let's Just let's get, it on. Let's yeah. get it on MLS in 10 seconds. All right, I have 10 seconds to post a listing and draft the ad copy. And yeah. Then...
1: When someone calls me like that and they're like, I want to listen now. I'm like, Well, it kind of takes a little time, mm. you know. And then yeah, I explain everything that we do. I'm like, we need to have marketing in place. The first thing we gotta do is the photos is your house ready for photos and they're like oh no so then they're like okay we need time
0: do you go to the listing in person before like when you're getting ready to book photos oh yeah every single time usually yep did you know that many real estate agents don't ever do that what do you mean i mean they book the photo shoot but they've never been inside the house why beats me.
1: That's crazy. No way.
0: Beats me. I am not joking. So I showed up at a, I won't name any names, but I showed up at a listing and it wasn't actually too far from here. I show up and the house is under construction.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. How are you going to take any photos?
0: Like big work trucks in the driveway, no grass. It's just dirt all the way around the house appliances weren't in the kitchen cabinets and the countertops weren't in the walls were half painted everything furniture things that were in the room were pushed to the center with plastic over it
1: so how are you supposed to work
0: i didn't yeah i'm like the agent was there i asked the agent is this the condition that the home will be in when it's listed for sale no well then we're not doing the photo shoot because we're going to do all that work to redo it again like photoshop is you can do a lot but
1: not that much
0: (laughs) You can't like re-render a new house.
1: I mean, the first thing I do is go to the house because it's going to be a reflection of what I do, my business. So if the house doesn't look good, and then I call you there to take photos of a crappy home, like it's my listing, people are going to see. Wait a minute, it, my what name. about that one
0: with the dumpster? There's that one. Well, in we Low. didn't
1: take the photo there. Uh, that's right. And I wanted to do the drone, but then we had the dumpster, so we avoided that. I mean, there's always going to be that one thing that you just can't help but
0: yeah we did have a plan it took a little while moving things back oh yeah that was another
1: project (laughs) yeah they were older women so yeah I was trying to help thank goodness for you there
0: well you know I don't mind I don't mind moving a couple things if you were one of those clients that was like you know maybe one or two photo shoots a year I get from you I might not have been so inclined to spend a couple hours a
1: few hours (laughs) yeah
0: oh god that was that was so fun it's good to be flexible like that. It's too bad you haven't had a lot more experience with other photographers. I'm always interested to hear stories of what do other people do when they walk into a situation like that, especially when your clients are there. I'm super cognizant of how they perceive me because I know that is a direct reflection onto you Absolutely. or onto the listing agent. Because yeah. if I show up and I'm like, Debbie Downer or I'm all yeah. you know like super critical or rude at all like I want everyone to have a super positive experience when they interact with me because I want them to think about that positive experience when they think about you.
1: Exactly. And that's what I want to promote. So yeah, and if we get, you know, there's always going to be that one grumpy person in your world and you don't want to be around that.
0: No, it's a drag. Very. You know, it sucks. Sometimes people have worked with me because they just liked me.
1: Yeah, I like you. <laughs> well, thanks.
0: I book photo shoots with people. I'm like, you want to see my portfolio? And they're like, no, no, I'm sure you do a good job.
1: Sometimes you just need a good reputation and it just precedes you. So that's good.
0: But, you know, not everybody likes you. Have you ever had that experience with clients where just like, you just could not get along? Yeah, you just don't click.
1: Yeah, I've had that. What do you do when that happens? I'm really cautious of that. Like, I could usually tell right away if we're not connecting. Like, it's either, you know, one or the other if they're spouses. Like, oh, you know. So I'll either have somebody else deal with them on my team or I just deal with one of the people and then kind of hope that they relay to the other person. Cross
0: your fingers? (laughs) Yeah. How does that go for you?
1: I feel like I pay more attention to the person that is not clicking with me. So then eventually we get beyond that wall. Like at least she could trust me or he could trust me if we're not clicking. That's how I try to get around it.
0: Have you ever had a client just hate your guts?
1: No. I mean, I had one person that we were great on the phone and I had a team member go out and do all the paperwork because I think I was in the middle of like having my daughter or something and she wanted to list a house now and I'm like... I kind of got to go. Mm, a little deliver. busy. <laughs> yeah. She was fine on the phone. I talked to her and her husband. And then when I was, you know, had my daughter, I went back. The listing was still on the market. And we just didn't connect in person. And I'm like, what the hell? Luckily, I was on the team at then. And I just, you know, had somebody else on the team deal with
0: it. But... You've never had anyone just hate you for no reason.
1: No. I'm pretty lovable. <laughs>
0: I bring it up often. It doesn't really happen much in like all the years that I've been a photographer and a real estate agent and other businesses. It's been like less than three or four people. It's been very few people. But those things really stand out in my mind because I'm like, man, what did I do? Yeah, it's like, oh, God, what did I do? But sometimes you just can't like with that. That was good because you had a team member to kind of stand in as the face of the operation.
1: Yeah, they had to deal with them instead of me. I was fine with that. I'm like, I don't know what the heck it is, but you know. You can't, you got to move forward.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. He's just going to keep moving. Have you ever shown photos to a client and they're like, ugh, I hate it?
1: No, not for myself because I've always used you and they're all pretty good. So
0: pretty good.
1: Well, good. No, I'm, good. Kidding, yeah, I'm kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. When I was still an admin or just started as a real estate agent, I was like assisting other agents and shadowing them so I could get the ropes. You know, I was on somebody's team or helping them out as their assistant and they hated the photos, but they weren't. I don't think they were professionally done. I think they were, like, the agent did it or somebody did it for the agent.
0: And that was the client, the, the homeowner. The homeowner, that hated yeah, the...
1: was like, no, these aren't it. And How I'm did they
0: like, deal with that? Did you hire another photographer?
1: I think we hired a professional photographer after no. that. Oh. <laughs> Even other agents, I'll see them. Like, it just shows the lack of caring that you you don't do it right
0: you know there's some agents so i have had one this was a couple of years ago and this is actually a pretty productive agent but she had an issue with downloading the photos through google drive she had her daughter or something do it for her and then she's like i'm sorry i can't work with you because i'm just going to delivered. use my phone she went back to using her phone
1: oh geez The cameras on the phones are pretty good, but they're not.
0: They can't. Yeah. I'm like, really? Because I offer. I'm like, I can upload this for you. She was like, no. Didn't even want me to do it for her.
1: It's not that complicated, honestly.
0: But like I said, that's like so few people that that happens to. But, you know, I really, like I said, I really care about how people think about me as a photographer. So things like that really stick with me.
1: I don't think there's a one person that will just shrug it off and be like, whatever. I think... Or not care
0: at all. Yeah, no, I I mean, you know, I can move on. I definitely move on to bigger and better things. But I'm always like, man, how could I just do that? How could I do such a great job? That never happens.
1: Well, it keeps you on your toes. I'm always afraid of not doing what I should be doing, so...
0: Do you ever have work dreams? Oh, my God, every day. wake up like, ah, I <laughs> forgot to sign something. Yeah,
1: every night or every morning, I'll be like, crap, I didn't do this. Or, you know, I got to go email this person. Like, I literally have dreams about what I should be doing for the next day. Or things that I forget. I'll wake up in the middle of the night like, holy crap, I forgot to do this.
0: It used to get to me, too. But what helped me was getting assistance. You and I, we talked about it, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, did. Finding I mean, and hiring. Uh, what, what happened with that?
1: I haven't gotten there yet. I mean, I think this year... I've gotten my systems pat down, like it's finally getting into the groove of things. And now that I have, you know, Dolores with me, anything that I don't do, I kind of send it to her.
0: Dolores is your team member in real estate. Who's the boss? I'm the boss.
1: (laughs) No, well, we're kind of partners. We're partners. I mean, she's coming back into the real estate world. She was out of it for a long time. So she just came back from Puerto Rico because of the hurricane and all that, Maria. Oh, was she
0: down doing charity work?
1: No, no. She actually lived in Puerto Rico for the past, like, 10 years.
0: Wow. When did she come back?
1: I think two years ago. Yeah, two years ago she came back and then... She just started back up with real estate last year and she was kind of like trying to learn the process again because everything's since the last time she was in here it was years ago. So she's like, I don't remember all this stuff. So she's learning the ropes for the past few months. She's been, you know, getting her stuff together.
0: She got any listings coming up?
1: She already had a listing closed. And she has a bunch of them. You know, she's a listing agent, so that's good. <laughs> oh, she,
0: she's just doing...
1: Well, she does both, but she wants to focus more on the listing side of it. So, and she's a go-getter. So that's why we work well together. <laughs> well,
0: that's good. Does she have my, I don't see...
1: Since she's on my team, the only way that we work is if she uses a professional photographer and that's you, so...
0: What listing was that that closed? Did I do that shoot?
1: No, that was before she joined my team and she actually did the photos herself. So that was a new rule that we implemented as soon as she joined.
0: <laughs> Let her know so I can share her some links if yeah, she absolutely. wants to share them with.
1: Yeah. yeah, now she's on my team. So that's
0: the rule. Hear that, everybody. That's how you network. That's how you get new clients. Now, as far as getting new listings goes, I think we covered everything. Is there some lead source that you've worked with that has, you know, for listings? I know for buyers, there's like all these online things that you can do. As far as listings goes.
1: When I get a listing and I use your photos, I kind of mark it to the neighborhood. So I'll send out like a mailer with your photo on it, a link as to where they could see the website for the listing and kind of just showcase what I'm doing for that listing.
0: So you're actually mailing out cards with some of the photos on them. Do you make those yourself? Usually, yeah. Layer Realty Partners has a deal with a mailer marketing company, right?
1: I actually use our lender to mail them out. I create the actual postcard and then I send them out.
0: When you say that, you mean it's a mortgage company that you work with and they will send out your mailers for you. Do they pay for it? Yes. Oh, good deal. A lot of people do that. But as a photographer, if they didn't, Something that I would do is try and arrange that on my own. Because you know how like I give you guys flyers for the listing presentation and then those things like this idea I just had talking to you about putting your PDFs together for you yeah with my name on it.
1: Well, that's what the lenders do. So, I mean, might as well take advantage of it.
0: Yeah. And the lenders pay for it. But I don't know. I'd probably try and make you pay for it.
1: (laughs) Or you can jump on the bandwagon and have them pay for it as well.
0: I hadn't thought about that. Maybe I'll do some thinking on that.
1: I know agents don't want to have your logo on everything, but I think it should be somewhere.
0: I mean, yeah, you can't watermark the photos. Yeah. Like
1: <laughs> you yeah, like downloaded yeah, yeah.
0: it off Google yep. <laughs> without buying the license, that would be way too tacky. But.
1: but I think if you did create like some type of flyer that they can easily, when you send it to them, say this is your pre-marketing paperwork and it has your logo on the bottom somewhere saying photos courtesy of, you know, layer 3D.
0: Yeah, layer 3D for layer agents, but my non-layer brand yes. is TV photography. Yeah, it's easy to get overwhelmed because there's like so much. I mean, it's like that in real estate and in photography, too. You know, all the equipment that we're recording this on right here. Like, I didn't just know to buy all the stuff and how to use it. (laughs) They got this nest of wires and little gadgets for the mics and for the headphones. And
1: it's pretty cool, though, I think. I mean, I'm pretty geeky when it comes to technology. So I'm like, oh, what does this do?
0: (laughs) You don't usually watch me while I'm doing the photo shoots, do you? Some agents actually really ask me a lot of questions about how I'm doing the photo shoot and why.
1: Since I kind of did it before, I kind of already get what you're doing. And then I did ask a couple questions about the matapore, and I kind of watched you do the matapore thing because that's I've never done that myself.
0: So a lot of people don't know this, but because I get a lot of the same questions, mm-hmm. I actually prepare responses. Well, in that's advance good. Because I want to have like an immediate, charismatic and easily understandable response.
1: Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. If they don't know anything, it's hard to explain something that's complicated. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when you're there, because I want to look good and I want to look professional and I also want you to look good. I want to be able to just like, smoothly just be like oh yeah this is the so like a lot of the times when I walk in and this seller's there I'll say the same things over and over again you know hello my name is Tom Fargilettis and today I'm gonna be your real estate photographer <laughs> today's photo shoot is gonna be in three parts part one is already done part yeah. two is gonna be a still yeah I think
1: I've heard you say that
0: same thing over and over again and people love it I think of myself as a tour guide to your photography experience <laughs> and yeah and people really like it because I want to encourage questions too.
1: I don't think I've asked too many questions about it. I mean, self-explanatory. I mean, on my level of expertise, (laughs) experience with cameras and stuff. Hey,
0: Yeah. You've done some photo shoots. You already know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know I did ask when you, because I notice every little new thing that you've used. Like the first time that we did photo shoots, you didn't have like that light thing.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. When I started, I was just doing HDR. That's right. So
1: I do get, you know, excited when you have something new.
0: We mentioned it before we started recording. Every couple of months, I try to pick up something new, or you know, buy like some training or coaching or whatever. Because there's a lot of really good photographers that have courses online, and even if it's not real estate photography or architectural photography, I'll still buy into them. Like I have probably hundreds of hours of downloaded. Because like I said, every couple of months I get something, and I have people that are like landscape photographers and well, portrait yeah, and pick, fashion photographers.
1: That's one thing that I've always done with real estate. I can- Kind of venture into other things and i'm like well i could use this for real estate i could use that for real estate they're not using it but i can use that like you get different ideas you can
0: apply it yeah you can get really creative yeah. with those different techniques and apply them in interesting ways that's probably technology specifically technology
1: right? yeah marketing like yeah. i'll look Because I do a lot of my own marketing. I don't do like the cookie cutter things or the pre-made stuff. I try to always do something that's custom. Like, you know, no one else is going to have it. So for me, when I do marketing, I look at, you know, everything, whatever it is. I'm like, I could just clear out this blank information about whatever it is, finance or landscaping or, you know, any field. If I like what the flyer looks like, I can recreate it for real estate.
0: You know, there was a, I wish I could remember it now. It was a website that would help you build your own custom flyers.
1: I do use Canva sometimes.
0: Canva, that's it. Because there's a bunch of free ones yeah. that are really good.
1: Yeah, Canva's pretty good. So when I get stuck on creating my own, I do go to Canva because they have a lot of like, you know, ideas.
0: My <laughs> special new idea of putting flyers together for you was Canva. The name didn't come Maybe I'll have to find something else just to be different.
1: Well, they have tons of things. That you can create. So I'm sure you'll be fine finding something.
0: Well, I have a graphic designer that I call.
1: Oh, that's good then make it hard for them to not be able to copy because I copy everything that I could possibly recreate it myself so if you make it hard enough for them to I can't do that myself you'll get them
0: anything could be copied I guess well it depends on the ease of use yeah Yeah, it depends on the ease of use like like you could probably figure it out but most people just if you present them with something that's really good because your image and your presentation is so important and that's why you do everything custom. Yeah,
1: I don't want to be like everybody else or the basic stuff. So I kind of always up my game with that. And it's fun for me, honestly. I don't know why. I just like it. I oh like creating my. images and flyers. Well, you like, you it's know, fun camera you, and stuff. I mean, I couldn't sit there and edit photos for hours, but I could sit there and stare at a flyer for hours. So
0: I mean, neither can I. I hate editing forever. I like doing little Photoshop tricks, but after... trick is done and i edit that one photo (laughs) i'm like i'm dying
1: from that point of view i think it's just like automatic autopilot yeah it
0: gets really repetitive
1: well flyers are not that repetitive and if i get stuck i'll like stop and then open it up the next day and i'm like "Eh, i don't really love that and i'll change the whole thing
0: the exciting world of flyers people
1: well all my flyers i can put them on social media i can put them like i can do endless things with them so
0: yeah it's important to put the time into making it look perfect
1: if i don't love it i'm not gonna post it
0: right yeah because if it's not good when people see it they're gonna be like they're not gonna care at all or they're not gonna like it both cases you're not getting the kind of attention that you really want and
1: i do marketing for other people so i'll like and they don't know their own style either so i kind of have to create their style and i'm like okay so i've done this for this person i can't copy that person like you know it's a process
0: yeah, develop your own look. That's something that photographers struggle with, I think. I mean, some people really have a distinct look. Like you can look at a photo and be and like, tell oh, who yeah. did it." Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know who did that. Because there's some photographers that they like to process their photos in a particular way. Off the top of my head, I know there's one photographer that likes to set his camera up really high and he shoots with a tilt-shift lens. Camera is up kind of high and then he shifts down. So what happens is you have the perspective, like you're looking over the table, but you can see all the way to the floor. Right. So it's almost like looking through a window that's kind of tilted forward, except all your vertical lines are perfectly straight. It's really interesting. And sometimes you can't even notice, but because it's not like that high, it's not like he's putting the camera up in the ceiling. But when I see it, I'm like, oh yeah, I know who took that photo. Yeah. So let's talk about compositions. When you are looking at real estate photos, do you prefer to have it like camera as far back and zoomed out as possible? Or do you kind of like to see those tight shots?
1: It depends on the room, I think, if it's like a, you know, blank room, nothing in it, bedroom type of thing, or house is vacant, then yeah, I want to see as much space as I want. But if it's like a big house, expensive house, and they have like detail in the room, borders and trims and all that stuff, then I would definitely want to have more focus on that. I just did a broker open tour, uh, open house tour, and it was a magnificent house. And Each and every room had detail upon detail on every little nook and cranny, and that's the type of house that you would need to kind of focus in, because that stuff's not leaving. The furniture's leaving, but the detail that they put into it...
0: Yeah, it's incredible how some houses are constructed. Where was I? Was I in Wellesley a couple months ago? It was this 4,500-square-foot listing, and it was built in the 1800s, so all the woodwork was made there on site. Wow. All the trim, like that's how they'd build the house. They'd frame it and then the cabinet maker would come in, he'd build the cabinets, the guy would come in to build the doors. But everything had these ornate carvings.
1: Yeah, they don't make them like that anymore. So it fascinates me when I get to see a house like that.
0: Yeah, it's really, well, because it's so time consuming. You can't just crap all the stuff out from a factory and then just slap it together in two weeks. You've had a couple new construction listings, haven't yeah. you? And can you believe how fast they get built it's insane. now? How long is it from the time they break ground to you have a house on the market for sale? Um,
1: the fastest that I've had done was, well, as soon as they get the foundation in, then it's usually like 60 days that they can pump it out and see you later. And I'm like, okay, quick.
0: Got the certificate of occupancy, yeah, ready to go. See you.
1: Yep. I mean, there's always hiccups and stuff like that that could you know, prolong the process, but it's pretty quick.
0: Yeah, I do like the antique homes. I mean, you know, this is something I can appreciate of all. If I could
1: build an old home now with all the, you know, updated.
0: You can, actually. Yeah, but you know it's going to
1: cost millions. <laughs> well. It's going to cost maybe. you money. It pretty could, penny. Yeah, I
0: mean, it could cost you millions. If you wanted to spend millions, someone would help you spend yeah. that money. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> For your new construction listings. How did you get that listing in the first place? Did you know the builder already or did you actually market to him? or find
1: I him? try to market to all the builders. The builders usually have their go-to agent. And then when I see that go-to agent not doing what they should be doing, because there's people that just throw in one picture, yeah. I try to show them my value of all the extra things that I would do and kind of go in there.
0: Do you have a link to my portfolio with the virtual staging samples?
1: I haven't actually used your virtual staging yet.
0: Well, if you get some new construction. Yeah. Have you used staging staging in listings I've before? had
1: staging consultations with the sellers, but no.
0: But they always say no. No, like, I mean, the stager what? goes $5, in. $5,000 a month? Well, they
1: are expensive. <laughs> yeah. But the stager will go in and kind of do a consultation, let them know what they should do, and if they wanted you know them to come in with their own staging gear and furniture and all that then you know that's a whole different story but i've actually never had anybody
0: have you ever had a client pay for staging on their own
1: yes actually for the consultation as well
0: they paid for the consultation and for the staging how'd you do that
1: well the house needed work and they needed to sell so i just convinced them like this is what you need to do
0: did the stager bring a photographer
1: no no they did not.
0: So, yeah, a lot of business you can get from stagers. Was that the only time you've worked with a stager?
1: There was other consultations, but not...
0: Not actual appointments. Yeah, oh, okay. no. Yeah, some stagers include photography in the staging fee. They try to mitigate because it costs so much money to do staging. Yeah. It's like a monthly fee and the setup cost. There's a local photographer here that he's linked up with a stager, Midori.
1: Oh, I've heard them, yep.
0: Yeah, he's been to some of the events. He's had tables next yeah, to me. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I remember that.
0: I couldn't believe that.
1: <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen. Really huge event.
0: Two photographers.
1: That was a mix up with uh, staff.
0: Funny. Actually, you know what I did? He probably hates my guts. I hope he's not listening to this. I got there super early. Yeah. And I didn't set up. And I do this on purpose. I don't want to set up and let people know that I'm a vendor until the event starts. So I bring all my stuff. I hide it under the table. Nice. And then, because all the other vendors set up shop, you know, like an hour before the thing starts. So I just walk up and down casually, you know, Tenurean Hey, how are agent. you? So I went up to, uh, the photography <laughs> oh, booth and I was like, Hey, so, you know, just, just, you know, casual, just like any agent would, would say. Yeah. And I'm not trying to pry, I'm not doing corporate espionage <laughs> trying to squeeze information. I'm just, you know, yeah. <laughs> hey, how you doing? like, Oh yeah, what do you do? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, how do you deliver your photos? And I noticed that's when we mentioned before how, you know, they seem like they're really cheap, like cheaper than even my services, but. When you want to add all the things together, it's like way more expensive. So I'm like doing the math in my head. I'm like, because I'm asking him, well, what if I had a house that was this big and then I did this and that? Because it's not obviously apparent from his pricing sheet. And he told me, he's like, yeah, well, it'd be this, it will yeah. be that. I'm like, okay, interesting. You know, just picking his brain. I'm like, okay, thanks. Hey, really nice talking to you. Maybe I'll see you around. Oh, yeah, sure. And then I set up my table. <laughs> and then during the lunch break, he walks by the table and he doesn't even look at me. He was visibly upset. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I didn't want him to be angry or anything. I wasn't doing that because I was trying to be sneaky. I wasn't.
1: Yeah, well, you were curious. I mean, I think I would. I'm always looking at what other agents are doing. And,
0: you know, and other photographers have done that to me. But they straight up lied to me. Because to him, I wasn't like, I have a listing coming on. I just said, you know, if you had a house that was this size and you were doing that, how would you do it? What would that come out to? And he did not ask any follow-up questions. Oh, you're a local agent? Where's the listing? Nothing hey, like bad that. on his part. <laughs> I mean, that's something that I always do. So yeah. I was like, maybe he'll ask me. I don't, maybe not.
1: Well, you want a two-way conversation. You want to seem interested. And yeah.
0: But other photographers have been like, hey, I'm selling my house. And I have this house. You know, this is the address. And this is the size. And, you know, when I look it up, it's an actual Listing that's already on the market for sale. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. And when I look at the email, I just copy and pasted the email into Google because I was like, that's weird. Why would they not even? I mean, I've had people hire me for a reshoot because yeah. they didn't like the photos. Yeah. But they didn't even mention that it was a reshoot. They didn't like the other photos, nothing like that. I was like, oh. I looked her up and sure enough, she had a photography website and same email was right there. So I gave her a quote, you know, for this much work, this is what it would do, just like I would give to anybody yeah. who asked. This is what it would cost. This is what I would deliver. This is your turnaround times. You know, I gave her the whole spiel. And by the way, I saw your website. I really liked your photos. Good job. (laughs)
1: That's awesome.
0: Um, She she never emailed me back. She never responded. I I actually called her a couple days later just to see. She didn't 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 answer? No, she's screening my calls. I'm not trying to fight anybody. I thought it was funny. And I like connecting with other photographers because eventually I want to try and hire them and absorb them into my business. That was my plan you know, going forward. And but yeah, a lot of people aren't interested. So when I reach out to a photographer who does a pretty good job, and I'm like, hey, I'd like to buy you out, I would like to absorb you and your business into my company. And you know, I'd like to have you work for me, you know, you can keep your book of business and 100% of that income, or you know, whatever, and we can set something up. And they're like, no, I'm not interested. I'm like, really? Not even for, like, you want to do four photo shoots a day? How many are you doing right now? No.
1: I understand it.
0: Maybe they don't believe me, but who knows.
1: Maybe there's a way to showcase what you do. Be like, listen, if you're ever interested or struggling, go to, you know, check this out.
0: Well, you check know, it's out. not necessarily that they're struggling, I don't right. think. Maybe they just feel like I'm being dishonest or something. I'm sure that if I actually got them to sit down and talk in person and then yeah. talk business and be like, oh, yeah, and then we could do this and then we could do that. And look at all the possibilities. Maybe then. But yeah, so far reaching out to established quality photographers being like, hey, Maybe lead in wanna...
1: with the preferred vendor for yeah. layer real estate.
0: Maybe. I mean, because I need more people because I want to set up like this layer thing with other brokers because it's a pretty good deal. And other people aren't really, they're not into it. Maybe they're doing photography for their own reasons, and specifically one of them is that they don't want to work for people.
1: I mean, yeah, I get that.
0: Yeah, I can totally, because I can't work for anybody. I can't. I don't respect authority. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I just do whatever I want.
1: I mean, I think that's why I started real estate. Like, I could do my own schedule. I could work with whoever I want. I kind of do my own thing. I make my day whatever I want it to be, so.
0: Yeah, and that's the kind of flexibility that I, really, I have to have. But anyway, Kiki, I think we should wrap it up. All righty. Um, yeah, it was a pleasure. Really glad that you could spare time with me.
1: Thank you for having this me. This
0: fine morning. I'm going to go to a photo shoot. You've probably got some properties to list. Yes. Yeah, I'll be looking out for more of those bookings <laughs> yep. pretty soon. So have a great day. You too. So glad that Keishla could make some time for me to sit down and ask her these questions and talk a little bit about real estate photography. It's always really interesting to kind of pick your client's brain when it comes to working with them. So hope this was useful for anybody else. If you would like to have any questions answered on the podcast, if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can find me on Instagram at TomVargeletis, T-O-M-V-A-R-G-E-L-E-T-I-S. You can also email me directly. You can find me at Tom at f-t-r-e-photo.com. Look forward to hearing from you guys soon.